It's time for the 8 Greatest Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. It's a lock. I hit the 7 iron like John Daly hits the 3. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken yeah. dinner! Jerome Espinosa is a Class A PGA professional and director of instruction at 8 Greatest Performance Center. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! We will talk all things New Mexico golf, hear from voices all around the world of golf, and even give some swing tips to improve your game. All you got to do is just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. Now, Good pressure playing golf today. here's PGA Pro Jerome Espinoza. Good morning. Welcome to the 8 Grady's Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. I'm Jerome Espinosa, normally joined with David Muddit. He's little vacation over the holidays. So we'll be here until 11 a.m. today and really every Saturday morning and Hope people enjoyed the New Mexico Bowl and, you know, the Lobos being phenomenal right now. And it's kind of, it's, I, I'll tell you what, as a, as a basketball junkie, um, and really, I guess the first love is, was basketball for me. It's always awesome to see the Lobos doing well and, um, gets the pit energetic and gets it to, to really what everyone loves here in New Mexico is when the pit is rocking and rolling and just going nuts. It's, it's a really cool thing to see. Um, so it's it's awesome to see the Lobos going, and you know we'll have to to check out a game. We got you know some stuff going on in the world of golf. It is kind of the slower time of year over the winter in December, but obviously it's not uh, it's not winter in Florida and Hawaii, and you know where all these places where all these guys are playing. You can see that they're you know kind of in Florida right now, hanging out. And we're, as you know, we're Tiger junkies on this show between David and myself. We love Tiger Woods. We're Tiger fans um, of his golf, and it's just phenomenal to see. But him and his son played in the PNC Championship. Um, and so they they had a good run there. I, I want to say that they shot 59 one of the days. And um, then the next day they kind of stalled, according to you know, how that championship goes, but VJ and his son um, win it, and VJ's a heck of a player, and obviously his son must be pretty decent to help him. So, um, David, welcome. Thanks for joining us. If you're all the way in Europe. Hello, Jerome. Hello, David. (laughs) How is it going? Are you, like, is it morning, night? What's going on over there, dude? You really are very uncultured, aren't you? I am. It is It is 6 p.m. Oh, that's perfect time. You're about to go to the pub, have some beer. Probably. <laughs> Probably. As soon as, we, as soon as we spend an hour entertaining our listeners. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I was just talking about Tiger and his son at the PNC, and, you know, they, they played pretty good. And I'll tell you what, the media loves his son. I... Uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, that's that's all every feed is is Charlie Woods, Charlie Woods, Charlie Woods. So it's crazy, isn't it? Ho- hopefully, you know. I always say I I get when does it end for that poor kid? Well, I mean, how old is he? Eleven? And it's already started. Twelve and thirteen, isn't he? Yeah, and I mean, he's it's kind of interesting. You know, I know Tiger's very protective of him and tries to guard him, and I think he finally is starting to let him answer some questions on. Yeah. interviews and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it is um, pretty cool to see, actually. I mean, 
How, how ridiculously similar are those two? I mean, even with his foot <laughs> in jail, everything he did is like exactly what to... I mean, that's what happens with kids and parents, isn't it? But it's just, it was hilarious. Well, and I know, you know, I, I know that Tiger would probably say, you know, Charlie doesn't listen to him about golf and that sort of thing, but he sure copies him and mimics him because even the shoulder tug on the shirt, the misses, the even their their humor. I don't know if you heard any of some of the, yeah. the press conferences or whatever. I mean, to me, I'm like, dude, he sounds like just like Tiger, the way he razzes him and uh, gives him crap back and forth. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was, it, it's kind of cool to see, and I, it'll be interesting to see as Tiger gets, you know, Charlie gets a little closer to, to giving him a little bit tougher time, but I don't know if you saw that drive that he hit. He hit like a topped hook drive. Right, and Charlie's like one arms it helicopter follow through, and it rolls up onto the green. <laughs> and Tiger just says, "Just get in the cart." Did you see that? No, I didn't. But that's great. it was hilarious. I mean, the ball was horrible, and it's and it kind of just shades the bunker, rolls right alongside the bunker, gets on the green, and you know Charlie goes, "Yeah, I meant to do that." And Tiger, base, you know, he just says, "Just get in the freaking cart." Like I've had enough of you. <laughs> Get in the cart. Neither of us can walk. Let's yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then it was also cool to see Charlie just, uh, you know, he kind of, uh, they said something to him about, I don't know, playing. And he goes, yeah, that's, you know, I haven't seen him play like that in a long time. Just kind of taking some shots at his dad. And I'm like, goodness gracious, these two, it's going to be interesting to see as they get, you know, as they kind of mature and move on. Yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I mean, I just hope he gets to live a little bit more of a normal life than his dad, but if he, yeah, ends, up not good, he, if he ends up being good, he won't. <laughs> well, I mean, even now, like, I mean, yeah. you know, any any tournament, junior tournament he goes to, anything, like, he's, let's face it, he's not normal. And, it, you know, if he, if he continues on the trajectory that, you know, it looks like people are giving him, you know, some grace as far as his golf game and that sort of stuff, like, I, I don't know, it, it you know they're not pressuring him too much yet, but who knows? It's it's, it's just nuts. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy for a thirteen-year-old. I mean, I mean, I know Tiger was in his limelight his whole life, but nothing like this because there wasn't the social media, there wasn't you know the the attention on golf that there is now, and especially being Tiger's kid. I mean, it's, even Tiger didn't face this. No, heck, no. Yeah, I mean, people knew who he was, but you know, when you have that legendary father, that's you know the greatest there ever was, and now they're going to yeah. expect you to do the same stuff, probably. And I, I mean, you know, I would like to see him play college golf and all that sort of stuff, but I mean, who knows? I mean, how many offers has he already had? Like, hey, we'll give you a full ride right now. Yeah, I mean, what is there an age before they can offer that? No, I mean, it seems like those guys offer... I mean, they can't do an official, I don't think, at all, but they can just tell them, you know, like, yeah. hey, we'll, we'll give you a full ride when you turn, you know, I think it's junior year you can sign or whatever it yeah. is. But it would, it would, I think it would also be hard-pressed to not say he wouldn't go to Stanford, like... <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, I mean, I would think Stanford would be all over it, yeah. I mean, they have the end, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, VJ and his son win the PNC, though. So, I mean. Yeah, in their, like, 
Wasn't it like their twelfth start or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they hadn't won in forever. I mean, I I don't even know. I haven't even heard much of VJ. Obviously, used to hear tons about him when he was on tour playing really well, and you know, I don't even know if he's playing champions or what VJ's doing these days. I don't know, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, but obviously he, he's a good player. Yeah, you got to think Charlie and Tiger are going to win it in the next couple of years, probably. I mean, yeah, depending on, obviously, Tiger's health, but they played yeah. really good in that third round, and then I think the fourth round, obviously, I mean, you just have to go deep in that thing, right? You can't ever, Yeah. I mean, they still shot a pretty decent number, but for that tournament, it just is no good. I thought it was just two rounds, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw that they had a, one really, really good one yeah. that was crazy, and then the other one, they just kind of yeah sputtered out. I think it's just two rounds, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. They Two rounds in a cart. Sounds like I could do that. <laughs> we could we could accomplish that. It. I tell you what. That's. I think that event is pretty cool, just because you get to see like Tiger and Charlie, Annika and her kid. You know, Corda. Yeah. Uh, and I said this before, but every single and it must have been the first time some of these tour guys have played or seen Nelly Corda. Every single person has just been in love with her golf swing. Like, did you hear what Jordan Spieth said? Yeah. Yeah. Just swing it like I mean, Nelly. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty oh, she, good. She's she's phenomenal to watch swing the golf club. I mean, she's just it's it's amazing, and obviously she's pretty good. So yeah, I mean, this event's been going on for a long time, and it is cool, but it's never had the never had the coverage like it's getting now because of Charlie and Tiger. I mean, that's yeah. I guess yeah. I guess you're right. I mean, you know, you see John Daly and his son, and I, I don't know. Yeah. It's for me, it's kind of cool always to see, and it's again, I'm newer to golf than you are, but you know, it's a it's a family sport. Like you know, me and my dad could never go play basketball, you know, together and hang out and just have a great time. But like golf is just such a a different sport that you can have, you know, for the most part, an 80 year old grandpa, a 50 year old dad, and a 12 year old son, or whatever. I mean, you have four generations on the tee, and that, I think that's always a super cool thing about golf. Yeah, it's a fun thing to watch. I mean, it looks like they all have a good time, too. So, I mean, you you probably have that experience when you, your dad, and Charlie go play. You know, that's got to be yeah, kind of a pretty yeah. cool threesome in a group. And Yeah, we've you, done that a few times. It is, it, yeah, I mean, you have kids, and then you wait. You know, you think, when when can they actually properly play? And, you know... Then you get to that point, and it is. They can go play golf on their own, you know. It's, it is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's, for me, that's always, like, a cool thing to do. And obviously, you know, I have three daughters that can't play, or, you know, they do a little bit, but it's, you know, but I always enjoy the time. That's always kind of cool to just, even if you're out there just hanging out. Um, so I yeah, think that's sure. kind of the attraction of this thing, right? You got John Daly and his son, VJ and his son, Annika and her son. You know, it's just, it's a really cool kind of what golf really should be honestly you know get out there and play with your family like i think that's always a cool thing um, yeah i mean it's yeah it looks like they have a great time did you see the masters announcement i did i did give us your take what's going on no it's not surprising i, I figured they'd say that but once again it comes back to world ranking points i mean yeah you're Cam Smith's and your Dustin Johnson's, well, obviously Dustin's in the Masters for the rest of his life, but, if, you know, if they don't, if Liv doesn't get world ranking points, you know, someone like 
Taylor Gooch. I mean, he's this will probably be it for him. You know what is he, what is the Masters? If top you have fifty to finish, in the world. Well, top fifty in the world, but there's all kinds of other stuff, right? Like if you yeah, finish the top want, ten you, or the top five or that sort of no, stuff. No, 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 no. You, you, it is. I think it's top fifty in the world. Top ten on the PJ Tour money list. Jeez. At a certain time before the Masters, and then any winner on the PGA Tour. Ah, there you go. Between each Masters, basically. So, which typically, you know, if you've won, you're in the top fifty. Or you're in the top ten on the PGA Tour. Masters, you're in the top fifty in the world anyway. But there are exceptions to that. And then you've got past champions, and you've got all the amateurs because they only have like ninety something players. You know, Dang, that is going to be tough for some of those guys then. Yeah, and I mean, Cam Smith, even, unless he wins the Masters, he's got five years of Masters exemptions, basically, because he won the Open. Uh, after that, yeah, if he's not getting world ranking points, he, he won't even qualify. He, obviously, he's got his four majors to pick up world ranking points, but is that enough? I, I don't I, To finish the top 15 in the world based on four events? No, probably not. Well, I mean, it's, I guess, you know, to me, it kind of reminds me of a grade in class. Like, if you're yeah. getting zeros... Exactly. That's exactly. not good. Yeah. Even if you're I mean, getting, you know, tens, give me yeah. ten, give me five points. But when I'm racking up zeros and all these other people are getting, you know, yeah. I don't even know how many points they get per event. But you can't rack up zeros and then expect to to qualify nah. or whatever. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And and you know, like you said, I forgot about the tour winners. It's not going to matter if they win a live event because they don't. No, exactly. They don't get in that. They're going to have, they're going to have. It looks like the four major championships. You know, see what the PGA says. But Open, U.S. Open, and Masters seem to have made their mind up. PGA of America has a much bigger decision to make. <laughs> they're they're a little deeper in with obviously the PGA Tour than any of those other three. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, that's, we'll that's see. Interesting. I mean, so yeah, they might now that you bring that up, up, that's tough. Like. Well, you know what it's like. I mean, does the PGA really say no? Well, think about this, and you know this. And we're talking everyone, PGA of America, just so everyone yeah, knows. PGA of America and PGA Tour are two different entities. Correct. But the PGA Tour gives a lot of money to the PGA of America. Even our Sun Country section gets money straight yep. from the PGA Tour for our events, for staffing, whatever we use it for, comes from the PGA Tour. Well. If the PGF America says, "Yeah, we're going to let these guys play," I don't know. I mean, that's there's going to be some conversations in a in a closed room somewhere. Like, if you guys do this, you know, you can wave goodbye. <laughs> Who knows what they're going to say? I mean, well, I mean, and I'll just use this as example: is I don't think any of our PGA of America in our Sun Country section, any of that leadership, so our executive director, the president, all the, those guys aren't saying anything about okay. this whole relationship, and that gives you a small sample size. Yeah. They're not saying anything, and they won't well, comment on it. Well, also, also, our section doesn't get this benefit because of our location, but, you know, if you're some sections, if, it's if, if you're player of the year or if you win your section championship or whatever, you get a spot in that local PGA Tour event for that year. It happens Correct. It happens, happens almost every week on tour because those sections get it, <coughs> excuse me, because they have the event. 
like I said, we don't get that because we don't have an event. Um, but they would give up that too. And I mean, that's these are these are big benefits for the PJ of America and for people like us, you know. Well, and I guess to your point, and I'll just use this because I he's on social media and he's freaking hilarious, and I follow him. But JJ Colleen is in the North Texas section. Um, you know, he won their section championship. So yeah, he got in the Valerio. He got in, you he know, another Nelson, one. Not, not, he he Monday for the Valero, but he got in the Byron Nelson. Yeah, because that's in Dallas and that's his section. Because Lubbock is North Texas. Yeah, and yeah. you know, so, I would say Phoenix is probably the same, right? Like the Southwest section, they probably get in the waste management. Yeah, they do, and and the other one too. There's another one. Um, Not. There's no match play. That's an awesome. No, but it's but. the Southwest section, I believe, also includes Las Vegas. It does. It does. It yeah, gets that so bottom you, half of you, you, Nevada. You get, you get into the Vegas event, too. Oh, so, so yeah. The I Shriners mean, these, and then the, the Waste Management. Things, these are all things that if the PGA Tour want to, they can take away, you know? Um, I mean... Sounds petty, but it, you know this whole thing has become petty <laughs> at this point. Say, so. What's <laughs> the difference? It's been petty the whole time, and now. But the, P, but, but the point is, the PJ Tour has power over the PJ of America. They don't have power over the USGA. They don't have power over the Masters. They don't have power over the Royal and Ancient. They have power over the PJ of America in in this circumstance, right? I mean, yeah, you know. No, it's, I mean, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not. It's not like the PJ Tour doesn't bring anything. But sorry, the PJ of America doesn't bring anything to PJ Tour. It's a. It's an even. It's an even thing. I mean, they both benefit each other. But if they take away those spots and that money, all the members are going to be pissed. Oh, everyone will. Be. Basically, I mean, David and I are members of the PJ of America, and like David said, we're not in one of those sections that gets some of those things but for those guys that's a member benefit that's yeah. really really cool for them you know i mean your local club guy or your your country club head professional you get to see him play in you know dallas so let's just say he's playing yeah. the byron nelson like that is your your pro like your a lot of members are very very proud about that like it's different in new mexico yeah i mean it, it's it's i mean it is career changing to, to get into one of those events or get into multiple events. I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, the PJs I've played in, it that is my career. Like, you know, that I, I can never take away from me that I've played in five PJ championships. Just like those guys, you can never take away that, you know, Marty Jertson's probably played in five or six waste managements, right? I mean, it, it that's on his resume forever. Yeah, I mean, help him get jobs down the road if if he chooses to ever leave Ping or whatever. You know, is that it's a huge thing. Well, I think of you know those guys that that we've talked about on here before, Rob Labritz, and some of those guys that are like at a proper club. Those members love the fact that their head professional is freaking on TV or is you know doing this. They're like he plays on the tour, and that is our head golf professional. We yeah, freaking I mean, Labritz, love it. Labritz is a, deals a little different now, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for example, JJ Colleen got going the Byron Nelson. You know how cool is that? I mean, the Byron Nelson. Not, not many people probably realize, but it is. It's not that dissimilar to the waste management. It is an enormous party. It's a massive event. It's well <laughs> attended. There is a ton of people, and there are huge parties, and, and it's it's a great event to be a part of. And it's you know. 
it's one of the few events that's got a legend's name attached to it, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. It, and the, Rod Perry plays in the uh, Bay Hill event every year, basically. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, the, these are these are massive benefits that if the PJ Tour want, they can take away. I mean, they have over the years. They've limited, you know, it used to be, there used to be more spots. I mean, I remember North Texas used to have literally just a qualifier for the Byron Nelson. It was a one-day event, and it was just Class A's in the section. And they went, and I think they gave like three spots. That's freaking awesome. They have been taken away over the years, and now it's just the winner of their section championship or whatever. But, you know, the the PJ of America, the, the PJ Tour can take that stuff away. And so it'd be really interesting to see what the PJ of America does. I mean, like I said, the other three have spoken, which I, they're open. I get it. You know, they they were never going to do that. Um, the Masters wasn't going to change their criteria because they know their past champions can play. And if you're in the top 50 in the world, they want the best players. But you won't be in the top 50 in the world for that much longer. No, I That's mean... That's just the reality of it, unless they get world ranking points. But even then, how many world ranking points are they going to get? You've got... You can't get you know, that many. Well, yeah, because the, these guys, this whole time, not collecting points, are just falling further and further down. And that's how the world ranking points are based on. It, the, the players in the field, right? Like, Well, think of the pressure, too. So, okay, you get in, you're Cam Smith, and you're on your last year of exemption, and it's the last event. Like, I mean, you have to basically win that event if you want to continue... Yeah, you know, so you're like, to, gosh, he, I gotta freaking win this thing. He's got to continue to win majors if he wants to continue to play in majors. Obviously, minus the Open Championship, and I think he gets ten years, maybe in the U.S. Open, and ten in the PGA, and maybe five in the Masters. I forget what it is now, but um, but points wise, yeah, he, he'll he'll eventually fall out of the top fifty in the world, and it won't be that long until he does. No, I mean, look at and, well, the other one is Tiger, right? When I think of that, yeah. I'm, my example would be like Tiger Woods. Is but yes, he's, he's, he's one of the greatest he's players. He's won yeah, a ton are. of events, but he's lost a few exemptions. I would say I don't. I don't even. You know, I can't speak factually, but he's got. So when you win a major, I think you get ten years in all the other majors and five in the Masters. So he won the Masters in twenty nineteen. Oh, so he's good. It's twenty twenty three. His U.S. Open exemption ends in twenty twenty four. Ah. Because it's not a lifetime exemption into the into the U.S. US Open. Open, it's ten years. Yeah, so for winning for winning the U.S. Open, you win the Masters, you get five years, I think. So he's, he's coming up, and he probably won't be able. He'd have to do yeah. like, I mean, he's not going to go to the first round, but I'm sure he, he, you know, he'd have to go through the the prequals or whatever. What is it? Yeah, and, US, and the U.S. the U.S. Open do give special invites every year. They give one to Ernie. You know, they've, they've, they've given them out. Um, and, of course, they would give it to Tiger every single year. Tiger, you can't use Tiger as an example in this one. He, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he, he's the reason this whole thing is even happening. I mean, Well, and I, you know, as, as you were talking about, you know, the PGA Tour and the PGA of America to make the final decision on the last major is, I mean, I'll even say as simple as the – the uh, national championship, they give twenty spots into the PGA. They used to be. They used to be thirty-five. That goes away if they get in a little, you know, like oh, we're going to let live guys in, and the tour throws a fit. Like those twenty well, spots are going to go away. Well, that's PGA of America to a PGA of America event, though. Uh, that's, a li- that's a little different. 
Um, but the PJ Tour gives a ton of money to the PPC every year. So uh, even for our section championship, we get PGA Tour money. That's yep. where the money comes from for the National Club Pro. Yeah, that could go away. Now, PJ of America have the money to do that event themselves, not that, you know, purse of, what, 600000 or whatever it is is nothing to them, obviously. We know how much money the PJ of America has in their bank. We get to look at it every year. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, they, they got a... It's a it's a much tougher decision for the PJ of America than than uh, the other three for sure. Yeah, because they're not you know their own entity, so to speak. Yeah. They are, but yeah, they're they kind of married them. together. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, I mean, they are, but it, but you know they're also married with the the DP World Tour, the European Tour, because they're on their schedule. That that's a European Tour event. They're letting them play. The European Tour is letting them play at the moment while that lawsuit's going on. Um. Yeah, it, it's world ranking points. That's what it comes down to. And, and if, I think if you see them get world ranking points, th- then probably a lot more people will go. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. If they, if they get if they get world ranking points for those live things, um, but you know again the, and I'll kind of jump on your side of the argument. Like these guys went over there for more money and less playing, and then they're going to have to end up playing more <laughs> because they have to go get points. Somehow. Well, yeah, and then, you know, we were talking about that they're going to have to play well in these majors to even get the points. I mean, uh, you obviously, if you finish in the top, I think it's 16 at the Masters, 16 at the you're, you're qualified for the next year. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's ways that they can still qualify for the majors, but at the end of the day, if they're only playing three-round shotguns, you know, with not very deep fields... Their level of play it eventually will go down. I mean, it's just, it's like, it's no different than, let's just, let's say you, for example, let's say you went and played three straight months in South Florida with Tiger, Charlie Woods, Justin Thomas, right? How much better would you get at golf? And then you come back and you're playing our section stuff. Eventually that level will go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're correct. Have, it doesn't have to be what it is anymore. There's no... So that that that's the hard thing for me is that that that's why I don't think this is good for professional golf because you someone like Cam Smith at some point his level of play is going to go down because he's not you have to compete enough to to keep that edge and that's what made Tiger so incredible is the fact he could take three or four weeks off come back and win take three weeks off four weeks off win it's like good God <laughs> that is. That is not an easy thing to do. Like, I know, and people listen to like, oh, he practices, he's got all these great... Yeah, of course he does. He has access to whatever he wants. But you still, even Tiger Woods feels nerves and needs to settle into a round of golf. And the less you do that, the harder it becomes to do that. No, 100%. You're 100%. We'll continue this talk on the other side of this break, David. Um, we're going right. to take a quick break. I'm Jerome Espinosa, Director of Instruction. If you're in, in need of club repair, please email me at gespinosa at 8gradies.com. This is the 8 Grades Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Let's get back to the 8 Grades Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Welcome back to the 8 Grades Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. 
You'll hear myself and David Munnett talking to Mexico Golf Saturdays 10 to 11. Sometimes David's in Europe. Sometimes he's in studio. We're, it's like, um, you're like finding Waldo, dude. Why not? Why not? <laughs> but, but I don't have the hat on. <laughs> yeah, you, we, we can't find you. In um, England, it's called, it's called Finding Wally. It's not Waldo. It's different. Finding Wally. Does he wear the same uniform? Yeah, it's all the same. It's just called something different. Oh, there you go. Is it cold over there? By the way, oh yeah, yeah. Is it? Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, it's um, cold. Oh, wet. I think I saw pictures of like, uh, was it St. Andrews that was under snow? I thought I saw some photos of that. Yeah, yeah. The week before I got here, it was the whole the whole British Isles basically was covered in ice and snow. Oh, look at that! You take the snow with you. Yeah, it, yeah. But when it snows here, it stays because it's freezing. Yeah, it doesn't melt in like three hours. It, yeah, it doesn't get up to 55. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about on the last segment with, you know, kind of taking, the way I termed it was taking your foot off the gas is when you're competing, you know, against, you know, guys that you have to, like you're more apt to learn to start figuring out how to shoot a low number because you, you know, to survive, you kind of have to. And then, you know, yeah. you go play against guys that necessarily aren't doing that. Well, and I, I, I don't, I don't think it's intentionally taking their foot off the no, gas. I don't think it's even built that way. It's just over time, you know, if you win an event and you didn't play very well and you still win because the other ten guys that are, that really have the talent don't play well, you don't have to play well to it. That that, that cannot happen on the PGA Tour. You you. You cannot go have an average event and win. There are very few people that can do that. You know, oh, I mean, you can count them on one hand for a lifetime. I would even say but, an average round. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's typically one round that every winner has in these events that is, you know, they struggle. The other three... Struggle fine. meaning 72. <laughs> yeah, at worst, right? I mean, and even some of these events, they're struggling rounds. They turn it into a 68, and that's that's what makes them so good. I mean... Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see, man, but at the end of the day, if it carries on down that road, that's what's going to happen, and that's why it needs to be figured out, you know, I've never been against this because of the money, or because it's from Saudi Arabia, or because of Greg Norman, or whatever, just against it, because it's not, it's not good for the product of professional golf, in my opinion, because of that reason, at some point, Unless they figure this whole thing out, you're gonna you're not gonna have you're not gonna have the best players in the biggest events. So yeah, no, I mean, dude, I'll tell you what, I I agree with you there. That's a hundred percent right. Like, you know, could you imagine? I guess I just think of like really the NFL or the NBA. But if those those guys were split up, you're you know, it's like the levels aren't as good. Like it's just the best yeah. of the best aren't going head to head every single week, every single event, whatever. I mean, yep. it's just it, it. You're right. That's that's what happens, you know. Now the money for those guys, I guess, it's great, and you know, is rewarding the heck out of some of these people. But you know, it's it legit has split the tours. Yeah, no, definitely. Did you? Uh, I thought this was interesting and a little bit funny, but did you see Gary Player is suing his son and son-in-law for what? over memorabilia so i guess it's this big thing like i don't know i don't know how many years ago it was that 
where Gary Player was, I think he was an honorary starter, and was it his son or something at the Masters that he was holding up like this random box of golf balls to get it in the shot? Do you remember that? Nah. So it was like old golf balls that Gary Player had collected. No, it was some like off-brand of golf ball that his son was trying to advertise, and so his son was holding the bag, and is there, you know, all the coverage is on this camera and all this honorary starter. And his son was holding some golf balls, basically like up in advertising. And Jeez. I want to say his son got in trouble by the Masters. Like when when it started surfacing that picture, people were like, oh, no, this guy is not. Yeah, of He's course. never I mean, allowed to start again. And you know Augusta, like they don't mess around. Oh, no. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's crazy. I but I guess that. his his son and son in law, they're in this big lawsuit over some memorabilia that he had that, you know, they're arguing who it belongs to and they're trying to sell it for money. And Gary Player's like, dude, these guys have like lost their minds, which yeah. is, which is kind of nuts. It's just, I mean, it's Jesus, and it's Gary Player for Pete's sakes. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really. He drives me crazy. I'd never remember Gary Player or whatever. Um, yeah. That was before I was interested in golf or whatever, but who knows? I mean, is he the... Uh, he, does have a, he does have a ton of world wins, though, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's one of the greats of all time. No two ways about that. It's kind of crazy that the kids think that they have to do that. That's what's nuts. I don't know. Well, especially with his brand. I mean, he's done a pretty good job of branding himself and that sort of stuff. Yeah, they all did, didn't they? I mean, I don't think he's got, like, money issues. <laughs> or the, I don't know. I, I mean, it's just, it's insane to me that they would do that with memorabilia. Um, who knows? I don't know if it's golf clubs. I don't know if it's, I, I don't know what it is, to be honest. I just saw it and was like, that's awfully weird. What the heck's wrong with people? Yeah, it's a little, um, that's strange. I hadn't seen that, no. Yeah, it's. Just, I, I, I thought the same thing is strange, and I'm just like, you know, because Gary Player, and I don't know why, but he's, I saw that he said something that he argues he's hit the most balls, that nobody can hit more balls than him in their lifetime, that he's hit the most balls. You know, he said he's hit more than Ben Hogan, more than Tiger Woods. Um, but yeah, he's been alive for like 82 that's years. That's exactly now. what he said. He's like... I'm 80 whatever years or is he maybe he's 90 I don't know he's VJ VJ might be close Well he said he's been hitting you know for that amount of years and how many balls he's hit I was like oh he's got a good point this dude's probably just I mean and he still hits balls He's yeah. he's a he's a freak as far as athleticism goes that's for sure It's crazy isn't it I mean I I don't know if people have seen him like you know kick his leg or his flexibility or his push-ups like he's He's in really good shape. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of the first one that really took the fitness thing serious, and then obviously Tiger took it to a whole new level, but um, he was the one, really. No, absolutely, and he still does, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so, insane. yeah, that's, it's it's just insane, and, you know, it, <laughs> he just cracks me up. I I see him, and he's, what is he, is he South African? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was interesting to see that. And, you know, the golf, I, I think, you know, the, they start up at the new year over in Hawaii with, uh, what is that event? 
in Hawaii where they have all the winners? I can't remember it's what it's called. Tor- Tournament of Champions. Oh, it used to be called. I don't know if they've changed that or not. But. Yeah, that starts here pretty soon with that. And then I don't know what's going to take place with Live. I know they've been announcing a ton of new venues and come check us out and all that sort of stuff. And I know they had a gentleman resign um, that was on kind of their, um, whatchamacallit, was on their, uh, uh, like on their board. I don't know. if Did you see any of that stuff? No. Nah. So one of their main guys, um, I think maybe he was the COO. They have, you know, all these different things. And, um, for who? For the Live Tour. Oh, right. Okay. They resigned? Yeah, one of the guys resigned because he's, I mean, I don't know. I don't, he didn't, I didn't see anything that he said, but again, Greg Norman and Rory are just continuing to go at it. So, I, I mean, those guys are just, they don't like each other. No, nah, yeah. Yeah, it's all very weird, man. Something, there's a lot we don't know. That's for sure. There's a lot no one knows. Well, there's got to be a ton of stuff going on behind closed doors because it's just, yeah. or, I mean, I don't know, you know, in locker rooms or ranges. I don't know where all this stuff takes place, but it's obviously must be taking place somewhere because these dudes are just can't stand each other. And I don't, you know, we've talked about it before, but I don't understand it. It is kind of like, what's the end game for the Saudis? Like, do they really care about? what they're actually doing or are they just doing it just because they have the money well you i know? mean do they really care but surely they don't no they don't care there's no way no. i'm not saying that they care at all i mean you know look at all the the world cup stuff and you know how much money they spent there like i mean who who knows like i mean you know they they got tons of money and they're like all right let's get these people to do stuff we want with Let's just pay them boatloads and boatloads of money. Yeah. By the way, what did you think of the World Cup? The final? That was unbelievable. I don't think... We one, of the best, one of the best football games I've ever watched. Do you know what's funny? You know the only team... Well, in the last 10 World Cups, there's only been one winner that lost a game in the World Cup. Argentina lost the first game... To Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh I didn't even know that. Yeah. In uh, in pool play or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You obviously you can't lose in knockouts because you're done. But yeah, there's only like so. This is the second of the last eleven World Cups where the team that won the World Cup actually lost a, a game in the World Cup. That's unbelievable. I mean. You know, yeah. and I was I was texting you and harassing you back and forth with Argentina, but gosh, they played a phenomenal first half. Like it yeah. was, it was unreal. And then I didn't even see till you, till you put, told me like, well, there it is, it's tied up. And my daughter was like, yeah, Dad, they tied it in like ten seconds. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, Absolutely ridiculous. It was a that was a cool game. And again, you know, I. You're obviously more of a soccer aficionado than me, but it was it was a, a really cool game, really cool World Cup. Like it was, I know you didn't you don't like Argentina, so or France, but I, I'm happy that Messi won. I mean, he 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 deserves it. You know, no two ways about that. You can't say he doesn't. Can't say he doesn't. I kind of thought he'd retire from international football, but he said he isn't. 
He's going to keep. So, what does that mean? Like yeah. another World Cup for him? He could play in. He didn't. He didn't necessarily say another World Cup, but he said, "I'm going to carry on playing with Argentina." So, when we have the European Championships, they also have their. Um, God, what do they call it? The. Uh, it's for South America. It's like the. I forget what they call it now. I'm just having a brain dead moment, but. Yeah, he'll probably play through that, and then I guess he'll see. I mean, he, with this being a Winter World Cup, it's only three and a half years until the World Cup next. Normally, it's a full four years. I mean, I know we're only talking six months, but... How old know, is maybe, he? He's got to be like 36 or something, hasn't he? 36? That old? That's unbelievable. I don't know. Let's see. Gosh, dang. Me- I mean, Lionel Messi. I mean, he's he's fun to watch, man. I mean, and I know um, <laughs> how he, in that first half, when he, like, passed it with, like, his left foot flicked it over, I'm just like, this guy's ridiculous. And we've talked about this before, but professional athletes at that level are just, it's phenomenal to watch those guys. He's 35. Oh, so, yeah. He he's needs, born in 87. He's going to need the Tom Brady uh, meal plan and diet and, all that stuff, because soccer's, soccer's freaking demanding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, Messi's doing the right, where if he says, I want to play, they'll, they'll play him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yep. a player like that attracts so much attention, and, I mean, you know, regardless of his abilities or if he can do the same yeah. stuff he was doing at 25, but he still demands attention. I mean, you can't leave him alone. Oh. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly right. I mean, you still have to <laughs> face him and, you know, not let him do some of the stuff that he can probably still do, to be honest. Well, yeah, and he, he is not, like, he's not a rough, physical, you know, hard-grinding football player. It's all very fluid and easy for him, so it's not like he's beating his body up, you know. He's not, he's not constantly... Getting in big tackles and it, yeah, I mean it's. I think he could play another one. He's a little dude. He looks tiny yeah. out there. He's five seven. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah, he's unbelievable. So, uh, just real quick, a list of the live golfers that are now eligible for the Masters: Abraham Answer, Bryson, Sergio, your boy Taylor Gooch. This will be his last one. Dustin Johnson. Uh, Kepka, Jason Kokrak, I don't know how. Phil Mickelson, obviously. He won. Kokrak won, didn't he? Oh, he won an event. Yeah. Kevin Na, who I would say he's pretty close to not having, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. He hasn't done anything. Joaquin Neiman, Louis. Louis won one, I believe, right? The Masters? No, no, he never won the Masters. Oh, I did, he lost always, in the playoff to Bubba. I always remember that hole out on the par five that he had is probably one of the best iron shots I've freaking seen. Yeah. Um, he must, I mean, he had a hell of a year last year, didn't he? Not this season, the season before, where he was contending in every major. I'm sure he's still in the top 50 in the world. That's that's what that is. Oh, okay. Patrick Reed, um, Schwartzel, he's won, right? He won the Masters, yeah. Cam Smith, who obviously has those exemptions David was talking about with, you know, um, his 
gear this year before he joined Lib. Harold Varner, I think he had a win, right? That's why he, he was probably there. He did. He won that. He won that event in. It might have been that Saudi Arabian event, you know. Maybe he made that massive putt on eighteen to beat Bubba. Oh, that's right. And then the yeah. last one is Bubba Watson. So that's the. Those are the live golfers. Uh, Bubba's won the Masters twice. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of interesting to see the <laughs> um, the the lines or their the odds to win because they're a lot of them aren't very good. I mean, well, golf odds in general, I guess, aren't very good anyway, unless you had Tiger, who could be even money. Betting betting uh, the tour events are not easy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he holds up through the winter and if he plays a little bit leading up to the Masters like if he plays Tory, if he plays um, what's the other one he plays before Tory, like Bay Hill or whatever we'll see if he plays those events because that'll be a, I mean if he can play a few and play a little bit of decent golf he can win around Augusta as long as he can walk I was just going to say that like I think at least what it sounds like for me right now for him is the walking like if he can walk um, yeah. But it's like you've said this. You've said this at length. Like at Augusta, he can probably play six holes and be fine, yeah. um, because he knows that place so well. It's not a big deal that he's playing all those practice rounds and he can save yeah. himself for, you know, for the tournament rounds. But there's, yeah. you know, you were there. You were there last year. I mean, the up and down that puts stress on people like massively. Yep. Yep. It does. Knees, ankles. Well, and then, you know, I guess I would go on and say it's always, you know, for the for the normal human golfer, they always, so let's say they go play, you know, Los Altos, right? And they're like, man, I could shoot, you know, 75 there every single time. And they're like, why do I, when I go to UNM South? I shoot 90. Mm. You know, it's like, well, did you ever have a flat lie at UNM South on any sort of shot? Like, I know people don't think of that, but that has a huge impact. Well, when you miss it at UNM, you, you're actually in trouble. You can hit it anywhere at Los Altos and knock it up somewhere close to the green and chip and putt for a par. Well, and none of your ailments will come out because everything is flat. Yeah. But if you have a bad left ankle or a bad left knee or a bad right knee, and then you're, you, you know, it always happens, right? Like, Something's yeah. hurting you, and you always have that same stance where you're like, "Dude, I gotta get to this left ankle again." Like, my gosh, like, why all day have I been hitting the same exact shot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, Augusta is gonna do that to Tiger. It's gonna have funky lies, and I mean, yep, one yep. leg in, uh. one leg out. Like, that's people may not think it, but it it makes a huge difference. I mean. You know, heck, even our guys, it, when they go, we get to ride carts at our section championship, but you get to that national championship and you got to walk, that has a huge impact on how well you can play. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so do you, do you like talking about that? Do you like try to prepare by walking more? I, I did for a while. Um, I would, yeah, I would walk a little more leading up to it, but not a lot. I mean, I, to me, it's like you've got to walk four tournament rounds and two practice rounds. It's like conserve your energy. Just During the week, just don't overdo it, you know. That's the that's what I would say to our boys that are playing at Twin. Just, I mean, especially being here, do not go out there and play three practice rounds in the day. There's no need. 
absolutely no need. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a long, tiring, tiring tournament that takes a lot out of you. Well, you need to be, you need to be as fresh as you can be. Well, and you know, to your point, the good, the crazy thing, or is that you know, a lot of guys will get stuck. You know, it's new, right? Like it's new for people, so they go to the tour van and they hit tons and tons and tons and tons yeah. of balls, and then wonder why round one or two you're like dude i'm spent it's like well you've been hitting balls on the range for three hours you know you're hitting pro v's off pier ground and these guys are handing you all these new clubs it's it it can be taxing yep yep definitely well that'll uh that'll do it for today's show there'll be a link for today's show at eight we'll be here again next saturday 10 to 11 for the eight grady's golf show I'm Jerome Espinosa alongside David Muddit. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thank you for listening to the 8 Greatest Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa. Come back Saturday mornings at 10 for the latest stories and analysis from around the world of golf on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team.